Hey everybody, you're listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode 9. Yeah, so we actually did stuff this weekend for once. Not for once. (laughs) We went places. Yeah. Two different places in one weekend. Mm -hmm. It was a busy weekend. Yeah. So Saturday we went to Marine Land in Niagara Falls with uh, family and a baby. And then (laughs) on Sunday we went to Rochester and met up with one of our friends from Florida. Yeah. Um... So we woke up not even that early on Saturday. Saturday was like a pretty slow moving, like easy theme park day. I don't think we even made it to Marine Land until noon, right? Well, we did stuff in the morning. We went to the bank. Mm -hmm. And it was probably like 45 minutes away with the border crossing, right? The bank? No, I was saying Marine Land was. So for those of you who don't know what Marine Land is, it's a uh, zoo slash theme park in niagara falls canada so it's on the other side of the border uh i had i had never been there in my whole life so i had no idea what to expect and when you think marine land you think maybe it'll be something comparable to sea world but we quickly found out that's not true no not at all because i mean the way that we got there should be should have been our first indicator that this was not sea world <laughs> Like, we used Google Maps to get there, and we couldn't find it. Like, if you can't find the entrance to a theme park, well, that's a problem. Well, we found the theme park. We just couldn't find the entrance to the theme park. Well, yeah. So, like, we found it on the map, and we're driving around it, but we couldn't find the, like, actual entrance, and yeah. the way to drive Well, go- to be fair, Google Maps did take us on a back road to get there, so I don't think we came the main direction most people come from. Most people are coming off the highway at a different exit. So there are probably more signs, but the way we came, we went through just like a residential neighborhood and then boom, there it was. And we missed the turn to go in and took us a while to turn around and get back into the park. Yeah, because the sign for Marine Land, you like don't really see until you're already already driving down the road to get into Marine Land. Right. Like I said before, I think it's because all the signage is for the people coming off the highway. So I don't think there was no signage from the direction we came. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, Aquatica or Discovery Cove or even SeaWorld, they're all, like, in the city, like, not downtown Orlando, but, like, they're in a residential part of Orlando, but the signage is so big and so close to the road that you can see it from whatever direction you're going in. Right, yeah, so Marineland, that was the first awkward <laughs> part of the day. We And you're soon to find out the whole day was awkward. Yeah, and so we Marine Land is a interesting place. So we didn't have to pay to park. Which is good. Which was nice. Positive. But then we found that the parking was just kind of like... The parking was a wild, wild west. All, yeah, all over the park place. Wherever, it's like mall parking. You go to the mall and you can park wherever you want if there's open parking. That doesn't really work well for a theme park when everybody's coming in at the same time and everybody's leaving around the same time. Yeah, and the... The like aisles of parking were one way. Yeah. So, like, so you couldn't drive down. You couldn't zigzag <laughs> your way through the parking lot. If you went down an aisle, you had to back out of the aisle yeah. if there were no parking spots. That was just really annoying. And there were no parking attendants. No parking saying, attendants. Like this part of the lot. No is parking full. signs. No anything. There weren't even lines. You <laughs> just parked wherever you wanted. <laughs> it was a little chaotic. It was crazy. Which is fine. Uh, if done right, you know, like, if there's no lines or anything. Because you, you can find parking, but, you know, one parking attendant could have solved a lot of problems. Or yeah. or a couple 
good indication signs and some cones could have fixed all the problems we had with the parking lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, then we get to the ticket booth, and there are only three ticket booths. And there are a lot of people trying to get in at the same time. Yeah, so when we drove by the first time and saw the entrance, we're like, oh no, that's a lot of people waiting in line, but they have six ticket counters, so like, whatever, it's not a big deal. And then we get up there, and only three of them are open, and like, actually cashing people out. And they're going really slowly. Yeah, so we're standing in line for a very long time. This is after we like housed these wraps because we didn't think that you could bring food into the park but apparently you can but there are so many people like tailgating to go to this theme park that we were like oh well we can't bring food in. i just think everyone else assumed they couldn't bring food in yeah. so they were eating food in the parking lot so we ate food in the parking <laughs> lot. and then we saw other people bringing in giant coolers that nobody was checking into the theme park yeah it's just crazy town like <laughs> the whole thing anyway so we finally pay for our tickets. Um, get inside. And it, it wasn't it wasn't that expensive. Like thinking like going into it, it wasn't that expensive. But then yeah. afterwards, like when we were leaving, we we're like, I don't know if that was worth as much as we paid. So it was forty eight dollars Canadian, which came out to be about thirty seven dollars US. So theme park wise, that's not bad. That's way cheaper yeah. than anything in Orlando. That's comparable to Darien Lake, which you which is the theme park in Western New York, mm-hmm. uh, which used to be a Six Flags and is going to be a Six Flags again. Um, so it's reasonably priced for the area, but the park itself was in rough shape. So first of all, we noticed mm-hmm. that all of the buildings were built in the late 60s, early 70s, and have never once been remodeled. Everything is still in like 1970s font. Everything is wood paneling. Uh, very brutalistic concrete looking things when you work at the theme parks in florida or if you just go to theme parks around even zoos like the buffalo zoo things get updated over time (laughs) and this marine land looks like nothing was ever updated ever yeah it was just really bizarre yeah Um, it felt like you were stepping backwards in time so the family members that we went with, they went to Marineland a few times as children. Um, and so they're like, oh, you have to like go to this like deer park. Like it's super cool. They give yeah. you food and you feed all the deer. So the concept of it is neat. You, you, it's a big, giant, fenced off area that's like huge. You know, you can't see the other end of it, right? And you're supposed to go in there and just walk amongst the deer, right? That's the whole exhibit. But this year, they fenced it off. You can't go in there, but the deer still want you to go in there, so they're just lined up against the fence, and you can just go up and look at them, and it was it was kind of depressing. Yeah, and the like the guy who was there, the attendant, he was like, if you guys have any fruits or veggies, you can feed the deer, but we don't sell feed. It's what? Like, what? You're just encouraging people to give them whatever? Yeah, first I mean, off, I understand deer eat whatever anyway, but... But that's crazy. They're in captivity. Yeah. They should be giving them what... Like They should have a balanced diet. Yeah, they should be giving them food that the zoo sells yeah also like i'm sure they're trusting that people aren't crazy and like going to do anything weird to their animals but like how bizarre is that like you're not going to monitor their food at all you're just going to be like oh yeah you can feed them whatever so i don't know if this is a canadian thing or not but we've been to two theme parks in canada now there are just less rules (laughs) and i don't mean like written rules i mean there are rules 
of just like common that are commonplace in theme parks in the US and in Canada it doesn't exist and I don't know what it is like at Marineland at Canada's Wonderland they just people do whatever they want it's like it's crazy town kids are just running rampant <laughs> everywhere and I'm not talking about like 10 year old kids I'm it's talking like about toddlers. like toddlers just running around with no parent in sight and I don't know if it's just maybe because we've worked at these high-end theme parks that we're just not used to this, but I feel like we've been to even low-end theme parks and county fairs where this doesn't happen. And this yeah. is happening at both? I don't know. It just seems a little odd. And another thing, I know I'm like jumping ahead here, but if you're a Canadian listener and you're... Please, please respond to this and tell me why this is like this. But Canadians have zero zero respect for personal space people stand so close to you in line it's ridiculous i'm telling you the guy's chest was touching my back yeah what is that what just back up man like you're gonna get on the right at the same time no matter what just back up it's yeah. crazy it happened at both theme parks in canada so i just have to believe canadians have no personal space or have no recollection of how things work because you know I've seen plenty of Canadians in theme parks in the U.S. and they don't do it. But when they're at home, apparently people stand on top of each other. Yeah, I'm not really like, sure Like touching what it us. Is. Literally touching us. I don't know if it's just like it is a cultural thing. Like Americans just have more boundaries or what. But I guess Europeans are probably the same. I don't know. Maybe it's just an American thing. I have no idea. If you are a Canadian listener, please weigh in. Let us know. I just, I don't get it. It, <laughs> it blows my mind because... We're all, it's hot. We're all sweaty. We're all standing in line for a ride. What is the goal here? Like, if we stand far apart, if we stand a respectful distance away, or if we stand on top of each other, we're going to get on the ride at the exact same time. It means nothing, right? So why do it? I just don't get it. And I'm not talking about little kids. It'd be one thing if it's just little kids doing this. I'm talking about full grown adult men who are older than me standing on top of me, Mm -hmm. standing on top of you. Standing on top of little kids that they don't even know. Just right on top of each other. I, I have to talk about it because it's so bizarre. You know, that's so funny because everybody's like, if you drive into Canada, it's exactly the same as America. And I, I guess. It is. Yeah. The land I, is the I same. I guess. Like, you can tell that you're in a different country, I think, just by how everything is. But it's totally obvious when you're, like, out and about walking around people. Like, like I... I think we mentioned this before maybe not when we were like at that mall food court in toronto and a family just like sat at the same table as us or tried to (laughs) but didn't even think it was odd yeah people just sit with you at your table look if there's one person at a 20 seat table and then you sit down that's not a big deal but if it is a six person table or a four person table and two people are sitting at it that table's just claimed yeah like don't sit at a table with random people you know this isn't high school. This isn't. This isn't even college. Like, we're all out there. This is public. If somebody's sitting at a table, if you and me are a four-person table, we've claimed that table. People shouldn't come up and sit with us. That's yeah. weird, unless they know us, or unless there's no seating and they ask. And then, sure, whatever. But don't just sit down. I don't know you. This is weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just it's different. Anyway. So back to Marineland, yes, the crazy, Mar- the crazy bill of Marineland. Back to the story. So the 
the paths that connect all the rides and the animal exhibits is gigantic. So gigantic, it's comical. You could land airplanes on the walkways in between uh, the different animal enclosures and the rides. Yeah. Actually, it's as big as a, a runway. It's crazy. Yeah, it was a, about the size of like a three-lane road or something, like maybe a four-lane highway. Yeah. It was very wide and very odd because there weren't a lot of people in the park. Even yeah. though there was like a line, like a super long line when we got in, there just weren't a ton of people anywhere. Like we didn't really have to wait in line for a long period of time to do anything. Right. To see the animals, to ride the rides. Um so it was just really odd. Like, I don't know if they built it originally for, like, a larger crowd, or maybe they originally had larger crowds, but it was just very different, especially considering, like, old, or not old, I other theme parks. But I'm going to just go out on a limb and say, if this park is at full capacity, the path is still too big. <laughs> Seriously, like, that path is too big for Disney World. That's how big it was. Yeah, they just, it was an awkward use of space. Anyway, so after we left the depressing deer park, um, we went and saw the beluga whales. Which is the opposite of depressing. It was the cutest thing ever. Yeah, so um, SeaWorld Orlando only has four beluga whales, and they're really large. You know, they ha- they have a lot of requirements to keep. Um, and Marineland has like 30 beluga whales and three That's babies. That's like their thing is belugas. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, whereas uh, SeaWorld's thing is, like, dolphins and orcas, Marineland's thing is totally belugas. Just belugas. <laughs> In fact, they barely have any other animals. Yeah. It's beluga whales and beluga whales. Yeah, they had, like, five bottlenose dolphins. Changed the name to beluga land. And one orca, and the rest were beluga whales. And even in their shows, it was mostly, well, not mostly, but they had a lot of, like, beluga behaviors, which is really cool. You just, like, don't see it very often. Um, But, yeah, they're they're the first, um, like, exhibit that we saw of the belugas, because there are two. There are two separate exhibits. (laughs) Two giant and exhibits then, for and beluga then there's whales. the show that you can watch which also them. has beluga whales yeah like it's nuts um so the first one that we went to was just like them like hanging out and you could just like look at them you couldn't really interact or anything but they were all like spy hopping like looking at us like making all kinds Man, of noises really, really cute yeah. they seemed really happy and they seemed well taken care of so yeah. for all the negative things we said about marine land the beluga whales seem extremely happy and well taken care of. Yeah, even though there are a lot of them in their exhibit, none of them showed. But the exhibit is very large. Yeah. Both of them good. are gigantic. Definitely enough room for the whales. Just surprising to see that many whales. And there was like an underwater like viewing area, so you can, so you know that the the tanks are like super deep because like I don't know you whatever they were just really yeah. deep and really large so that was nice to see and all of the whales seemed like super interested in us and were like looking and like vocalizing and stuff yeah um they had one orca there who looked super bored and like uninterested but with healthy yeah. yeah one orca whale uh then we they have two rides that are like serious thrill rides and they also have like other rides mixed into the park we only went on the two serious rides they have a roller coaster called Dragon Mountain, which I believe is the longest roller coaster 
or the oh, biggest by distance or something. That makes sense. It was really long. It yeah, was like pretty like slow moving. Four or five minute long roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> it and was they only fun. had one train going. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's start with walking into this roller coaster. Oh, right. Okay. So it's like in a mountain, <laughs> and then you and go are, into a cave. There are no lights in this cave. It's like... <laughs> black, and the ramp is going down. So when. We went in. You feel like you're going to run into a wall or fall down. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Like, I had my hands out the whole time, like, just in case I walked into a wall. The only thing I can remember being even remotely similar is at Universal Studios uh, Dragon Challenge. They used to walk through, like, a dark cave thing. But even then, there was still, like, low lighting. safety lights. Yeah. Like, there were no lights. This one, it was just dark. Like, find your way. You're on your own. Nothing. Uh, and then you get up, there's not that many people waiting in line, but the problem is they're only running one train and it comes by every five minutes. So you're going to have to wait a little bit of time to ride. I don't know if you guys had the same experience that we did, but because we rode separately, um, but it was just like eerie quiet. Like when we got down there, like uh, you know, people were talking and stuff when we were there. Um, hold on. What do you mean? Hold on. Sorry about that. Okay, so what do like, you mean? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we had a little audio problem there. So when we first got down there, like there just weren't any outside sounds. Like we didn't hear the train. We didn't hear people on the train. Like nobody was really talking. It was just like really creepy, and it was all in the dark. And eventually, our eyes got used to it. So like it wasn't a big deal, but. It was just really unnerving to start. Yeah. No, there were people talking when I got down there, so it was a little... There was some sound. Less awkward. Yeah. No, it wasn't awkward. I didn't think it was awkward down there. I just... Again, people were standing too close. Yeah. It just... We were waiting for what felt like a very long time, but I think it was just because, like, you couldn't see any outdoor light and nobody was really talking, so... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The roller coaster was fun. It had, like, a double loop out of a tunnel and... It was interesting. It was a good roller coaster. Uh, surprisingly good for the the weirdness that it was, you know? Yeah. What was that, like, cement structure that you, like, go into and then, like, do, like, a double loop thing inside of? I don't know. Yeah. Like, it was so weird. Yeah. It was fun, though. It was a good roller coaster. Yeah. It, was just... it felt like something more in Roller Coaster Tycoon and less in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um... It was a lot of fun. There were, like, all these segments where you, like, went into, like, dark tunnels. And I don't know. It was it was fun. Yeah. And the second high theme ride would be the Sky Screamer, which is on top of a giant hill. <laughs> and then it's, like, 300 feet tall. It's one of those blast-off launch... Drop tower things. Drop towers, yeah. So the walk up this hill was like a quarter of a mile. Intense, too. Like a quarter of a mile, like 45 degree angle, like circling this hill, like getting to the very top of it. And then we waited like kind of a stupid long time. Yeah, again, they were only running one of the three towers and... There weren't that many people in line, but they were just moving really slow. Yeah, so there were, like, a couple of weird things that kept happening. Like, there was this one kid who rode it three times in a row. So but it, why, like, we don't know. Yeah, and they we didn't have no explain idea. it when there were all these people waiting in line. Yeah, so the, it kept messing up the numbers because there were only, like, three, like, group... There are four groupings of three that you could sit in around the tower. 
and since he was sitting in one spot, like it kept throwing off the numbers, so yeah, it took a took little it from longer. Twelve to eleven. Yeah, and who like is gonna ride by themselves anyway? Um, so that made it longer, and then the guy who was like running the ride kept like it was a goofball. He kept like making people switch, so I don't know. He would yeah. like lock everybody in and check the restraints, and then go to like his little control board and be like, "Okay, you two need to switch places." Like I don't know if it was like unbalanced or something, but it was really weird. Yeah, and it, we're not talking about like switching a very large person for a small child, like just switching two people who are yeah. relatively the same size. It was just so strange, yeah. and he kept muttering like, "You'll either hate me or you'll love me," and it's just like I don't. It was just so weird. Yeah. But the ride was super. Super fun. Yeah, the ride was really fun. It made up for the whole weight. Yeah, so they like shoot you up and then you drop a couple times and then they like slowly bring you back up to the top and they like seriously hold you there for a really long time. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. And, and then uh, they drop you But again. it's a great view. You can actually see Buffalo from the top of the tower. <laughs> and Niagara Falls. And Niagara right Falls there. is very beautiful. And you can see all of the whales from above, which yep. is pretty cool. So it was really nice, but it was, like, an unnerving amount of time, yeah. like, stuck in the air. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like, I'm not afraid of heights in any way, but I was just, like, looking down, and at first I was like, oh, this is really cool, and then I was like, oh, we've been up here for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> then we saw the other beluga whale exhibit, also really fun. We got to walk right up to the edge, which was cool. Okay, uh, so... Oh. <laughs> if, if, you've, if you've been to SeaWorld um, or like... Any know, zoo or aquarium. And literally any zoo. Like you cannot walk right up to the water. And this place, it was just like a waist high No, wall. not waist high. It was like two foot high. It didn't even go to my waist. <laughs> it went up to my waist. It was a waist high wall and their beluga nursery. So they're just like little baby belugas and their moms like swimming around. And if they wanted to come up to you, you could touch them. Like it was yeah. crazy. I liked I liked it though. It was it was very unique. And there was underwater viewing, which was nice. Yeah. Um, the belugas again were super happy. After the well, we also to backtrack a little bit. We also went to the show. They have an animal show, which the animal trainers. You know, very similar to SeaWorld. They had the beluga whales instead of killer whales. They had dolphins and a walrus and uh, what else? Oh, uh, oh, wait. Dolphins, walrus, um, sea lions. Sea lions, yeah. And the show, from an animal standpoint, was very cute and well done. But, you know, like, the production was very bad. The audio was off. The person talking on the mic, obviously, I had no experience talking on a microphone. Look, I understand she is an animal trainer and that is her job. But if you don't have any mic skills, they should pay somebody to go on the mic. You know, if they, or they really have to choose somebody else or choose somebody else. Yeah. She was like talking like this. Oh, did you see that trick? That really impressed me. <laughs> and then I turned wow. to the family and I go, I don't think it impressed her. <laughs> the way she was talking. Yeah, it was really awkward. It was a super long show, too. It was like 45 minutes. 45 minutes? minutes? And I really appreciated all the information that they had behind it. Like, beforehand, they were like, this is how we test to see how our sea lions are, like, like how they're seeing, like, how their vision is. And so they did, like, a little trial of that to show us, like, what they're looking for. And that was really cool. But then, like, after that, the show started, and you realize that they were going to, like, talk a bunch, too. Like, it wasn't just music and flips and, like, tricks or whatever. It was a lot of, like, 
wow what are you doing over there and then like the sea lion does something silly you know like i don't know it was just long (laughs) yeah not it was a good show all around it was a good show the production was a little little off I think we gathered over the time that this theme park is not doing well monetarily or they're ready to close up shop. There were a lot of weeds everywhere. Things were unkept. You know, it felt like the theme park was on its last legs. The animals looked cared for. They were definitely spending money on that. But other than that, there was nothing. A lot of the food stands were closed and the ones that were open had really long lines. Yeah, a lot of um, the rides were closed. A lot of the too. rides, they were just rides that have been overgrown with weeds that they just left there that they're not using. Mm-hmm. Um, the park as a whole, I mean, if I was a gambling man, I would say they're not going to be open in two to five years. Yeah, unless or, something... Or, you know, unless a new owner comes in, right? Yeah. And then put some money into it. it. It either needs some investment and some money... Or it just needs to be closed down. I mean, it's in a weird spot. Maybe they could scrub the rides and just make it an animal park. But even then, the layout is so bizarre. Yeah. It's just, it. I don't know what they're going to do with it, you know. And, they have a lot of space. They either need to yeah. bring in more rides and just commit to the theme park, or they need to bring in more animals and commit to being a zoo. Yeah, and... Need they need more staff? There's just no staff anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very apparent that there was no staff anywhere. Yeah, but overall we had a good time with the family, and yeah. it was a lot of. I'm glad fun. we went. I'm not, and you know, like if someone's still interested in going to Marineland, like I said, if you're going to just see the animals and you just want to walk around, it's not a bad time. It really isn't. Um, it's worth the day to go there. It's a little more expensive than it should be, and. It, they definitely need to put some money into it. But yeah. besides that, I'm glad we went. Yeah, but if you're thinking at SeaWorld, it certainly is not. No, it's <laughs> not. And it's more, like, I don't, I, I don't know. There's nothing to really compare it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been to zoos and everything, and most zoos, if not all zoos, are at a higher standard than that place. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, I don't have any ill will against it. I don't want it to close. It just needs some investment. It really needs some money put into it. Yeah. So after that... Sunday rolled around. Yeah. Um, my friend Christina was in New York visiting from Florida. Yep. Uh, and so we drove the like hour and a half to Rochester to meet... Yeah, less than an hour and a half. For lunch. An hour and 20 minutes to Rochester <laughs> to meet for lunch. Um, we got sushi. We got coffee. It was a good time. It was great seeing her. Yep. Spot Coffee, which is a Buffalo coffee shop, was in Rochester. They use this really cool old, I think it's a car dealership. It's very like 1950s Art Deco style. Super cool. Rochester is a cool town. We should definitely go there and do a podcast on Rochester specifically. We didn't spend a lot of time, though, in Rochester. I'll be honest. We just, you know, with lunch and coffee, we kind of came back. Yeah, yeah. Um... There, there are a lot of fun things to do in Rochester, though. So, And we have been meaning to go for like a weekend or something coming up. Um, it's just hard to find the time. Yeah, absolutely. And then Sunday night rolled around. We didn't do much. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. Yesterday was a pretty hectic day for us. Um, but, Esther, what would you like to share this week? What would I like? I feel like... This is a leading question, but I don't know where you're leading me. Oh, Are you I, talking about Facebook? Yeah, I'm talking about okay. Facebook. Yeah. So. Oh, so you're going to. Okay. No, 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 you go ahead. I'm sorry. I left oh, it to you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> last week we put up a Facebook poll to see 
which locate like which destination you would like to choose for our upcoming trip. Yes. Um it was against or it was Toronto against Erie PA and it was like Toronto by a landslide. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a landslide. 62% of the vote went to Toronto, 38% went to Erie. Thank you nearly 50 of you guys voted on that, so that was really cool to see. Um so yeah, in the near future, we'll be doing a weekend in Toronto and recording a podcast on it. Um, it won't be next weekend. Next weekend, we're going to be in Jacksonville. Uh, so our podcast will be recorded in Florida. Our first podcast recorded outside of New York. Yeah. Um, and we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Uh, if you guys weren't able to vote, that's okay. Uh, we're going to put up some more uh, polls and more things to get you guys engaged on Facebook. Uh, join our group. It's the Esther and Jeff podcast. If you search Esther and Jeff on Facebook, you'll find the podcast page. Give it a like and a follow, and you can see what we're up to all the time. Yeah, maybe for this week, for next week's episode, we'll put a poll for two activities that we can do in Jacksonville. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, isn't that a good idea? That's a good idea. Okay. You didn't tell me that. You just thought of that? I just thought of it. You just thought about yeah. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good at that. Um, so, yeah, we'll think of two things. We'll put the poll up before the end of the night. Yep. And it'd be really cool if you gave us your response. Yep, and we'll have the poll end at Friday at 9 o'clock, just like the last poll. Um, yeah, and we don't have Q&A for you guys this week. Uh, we'll save Q&A for next week if you guys have any questions for us. Use the Facebook page, or you can use um, my Instagram, which is Jeffrey Searsant posted some stuff over the weekend on Instagram if you want to take a look. Um, Esther, do you have anything else for anyone? Or anything you'd like to plug? Uh, what? No. <laughs> you always put me on the spot at the end of the episode and I never know what to say. You never know what to say? No, never. Alright, well, um, you can always record a question on Anchor or just comments if you'd like uh, on the Anchor app on Esther and Jeff where you can record it, send it to us, and we can add you on to the next podcast. Or you can just leave us a regular question or comment on the Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You okay? It's hot. We record with the air conditioner and the fan off so that the sound quality is good in our apartment. But it gets really hot. So if you guys have noticed maybe the last few episodes are a little bit shorter, it's because it gets hot and we get sweaty just sitting here recording. Yeah. And it's not even that hot in our apartment. Like, it's 77 degrees. What? I don't know if that's right. You don't know. It feels warmer. That's gotta be. That is right. Um, but I feel like our apartments in the past have been way warmer, and I think we're just turning into babies. Yeah, well, the air is really stale right now. Um, but yeah. So, guys, thank you for voting. Thank you for adding the Facebook page. Give us a share and a like. That goes a long way. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm feeling good. Episode nine. We made it nine episodes. See, you thought I wasn't going to say we made it. Oh, my gosh. Blank amount of episodes. Oh, my goodness. Next episode will be episode 10. That'll be a special one. It'll be the first one recorded out of state about another state. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. See you next week. Bye.